0: on an emerging generation of kings. Genesis 15. Genesis 15. From verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Do not Be afraid. Please look at your neighbor say, do not be be afraid. Don't be afraid of what the enemy is saying. The thoughts that are being conjured in your mind. Do not be afraid that by the time this service is over, you'll be dry because all your body fluids will be exhausted. Don't be afraid. I'm not afraid of the darkness anymore, media. Do not be afraid, Abraham. Why? Let's read the next line. I am your Shield your exceedingly. This is a very important line in the text and the teaching this morning. But also for your life. God says, Abraham do not be afraid. The consolation I'm giving Abraham is not that I'm going to give you an armor tank. It's not because Abraham can afford all the security systems of the world. Or that Abraham has this time travel machine where he's able to recover lost time on demand? No. He's saying the reason, the antidote for fear is to understand that God is not just an, he's not an idol. It's not just a God somewhere. It's not an idol in a shrine that you have to carry and lift. He says, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. What does a shield do? A shield covers. Somebody say, I am covered by God. If you're feeling exposed, vulnerable, naked, uncertain, unsure. Some of you are in a place in your life where you don't want to show up at home. Or show up amongst friends. Because you feel like you need to have something to show up with. Has anybody ever been in that place before? When you didn't want to go for your school reunion. Oh, come and talk to me. Or respond to the chat on the WhatsApp group. Because you're concerned that every contact point is going to activate their remembrance of you. And they might go to your social media page and find alas. Nothing much has changed. Even though your president promised to change. He changed it for you. <laughs> you will change him after eight years. He has already done what he wants to do. By the way, if you're not praying for next year's elections, please, you're wrong. Pray, get your PVC, get involved. you like, oh, it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. Glory to God. Somebody say, my God is my shield. He's my exceedingly great reward. But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Watch this now. Seeing I go childless. And the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Who is Eliezer? This was like the chief servant. This was like the most responsible steward or domestic staff that Abraham had. And it was going to commit all that he had to the most respect, respectful or the most responsible person. The most faithful person. So watch this. This is important. He said, you have given me no offspring. Luke, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir that is this servant that was born in my house is the one I'm going to leave everything to and behold the word of the Lord came to him saying this one shall not be your heir but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir then he brought him outside and said look now toward heaven let's read the next line together count the stars, if you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. Let me read verse six, the Lord. And he believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for Righteousness. Father, we thank you for open eyes and open hearts. We ask, oh Lord, that we'll not just feel the heat of the physical environment, we'll feel the heat of your fire. But not just feel the heat of your fire, we'll be transformed by the glory of your spirit. Father, now we deal with every form of distraction. We deal with every foul spirit that wants to take advantage of this atmosphere to corrupt, to manipulate, to pervert, to restrict, to restrain, to break down. We banish you in the name of Jesus. We release the spirit of joy. We release the spirit of love. We release attentiveness, concentration, focus, comprehension, revelation over the Lord's people. We are changed into the fullness of the Godhead. And we are transformed eternally by the veracity and the authority of the word of life and the word of truth. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I wish your amen would be louder. Amen. We're going to look at quite a number of verses this morning. But I wanted to not look at the word. We're talking about rich in God. I don't want to look at it from a canal perspective. In other words, as a natural human when many natural human beings here, reach, what do they think about? Money. What else do they think about? Cars. Houses. Fame, maybe. Rich and famous. Oftentimes they go together, right? Uh, but I don't want to approach it from that perspective. I want to approach it through the spectacles of the spirit, through the goggles of God. I want to look at it through the mind of God. That when God is talking to you about riches, he cannot be talking to you about money. That cannot be the primary thing. Why? Because money is just a few thousands of years old. Is that true or not? Somebody, is that true or not? Write this down somewhere. Money is too small for it to be the primary definition of blessings. Money is too small for it to be the primary definition of the blessing or of wealth or of riches. Don't worry. Don't get scared. Don't like ah, Petermans has scammed us with this series. He's not going to talk about money at all. I will talk about money next week. Can I just tell you what next week is? Next week's topic is buy, buy, and large. I waved poverty goodbye. Oh, you're not excited about it. Only seven people are excited about it. Let me say it again. Bye. Bye. And large, I waved poverty goodbye. So I'll talk about money. I'll talk about poverty. I'll talk about the negative things about poverty. Why? Poverty cannot be a divine virtue. I'll, look, I'll take you through economic indices and metrics. I'll take you through the word of God. But it's important that between last week and this week, I lay a solid foundation for you about how God views riches and wealth and blessing and resources and material acquisition. Once you miss it, you will be a slave to money, even if you have a lot of it. Being a slave to money does not mean that you lack it. Sometimes having enough money or more than enough money is what makes you a slave to money. Do you understand that? So once you don't see anything through the spectacles of the spirit, through the goggles of God or the goggles of God, you will be enslaved by it or ensnared by it. So, when you see riches in the word of God, you have to look beyond physical things. Why? Money is just a few thousand years old. There are arguments as to when exactly money was invented. Some people claim it was in China, some people claim it was in Iran, some people claim it was somewhere in Europe. But we know it's a couple of thousand of years old. But Noah did not have a bank account, yet he built the ark somebody needs the good place to shout i want to announce to somebody whatever god has called you to do he himself is rich enough to fund it Noah didn't have an ATM card. Noah didn't have a, a checkbook. But guess what? If you can check out the book, you'll be able to make every withdrawal you need for your destiny. Some people are not hearing what I'm saying this morning. It's okay. But if I can just get three to five people who understand that the exceeding riches of God go beyond money, can you shout out, shout out, I am fully funded by God. there was no money in the garden of Eden but Adam did not starve. There was no money in the garden of Eden. I was going to say and Eve was not naked. Eve was naked not because she was vulnerable. She was naked because she was clothed with superior garments called glory. Are you hearing this? Now the next thing I want to write after you've written money is too small to be what? The primary definition of wealth Riches and blessing, write this under it. Money is overrated. Sounds like, eh? How can you say money is overrated? Don't worry, when we're done, you understand it better. Is money important? Is money very important? Uh, all right. Let's debate. Is money important? Yes. Is money very important? Beautiful. It is very important. No matter how many hallelujahs you shout today, when you order your Uber, it's not glory that will pay for it directly. Can I talk right now? No matter how much you dance, when I say glory, I'll, I'll explain what I mean. That even though you are researched with the glory of God, you cannot go to Domino's Pizza and say, I, I want to buy. What's your favorite uh, pizza? <laughs> pepperoni, because you want pepper to run here, right? So you want pepperoni pizza or barbecue chicken or something? And then go. Can, can I have your ATM? I you said no, no. I'm I'm fully funded by God. You will fund your way into washing plates. What is actually true, though, is that if you understand what I'm about to teach you today, and you are hungry, and you say to the Lord, Lord, I'm hungry, and the Lord shows you Domino's Pizza, and you're like, God, I don't have money, and God said, just go there. And you get there, right in front of the teal. How many of you know that God is able to touch somebody's hearts? Oh, my God. How many of you know that's possible? to pay. Why? You are not going like Lot who lifted up his eyes and saw pizza. You are going as Abraham who heard the word. It is difficult to walk on water based on somebody else's rema. Let me tell you a story. Many years ago, I was in school, but I became pastor very early and I was faithful with my pastoring and my ministerial assignments on campus. And so word got to my pastor in church or oh, this guy doing great stuff and all of that. So they basically enlisted me um, to serve in many pastoral capacities. right? So I would wake up very early. I would preach. Um, the, the foundation school was 6.30 a.m. So I had to be at Muson Center by six thirty a.m. House on the Rock by six thirty a.m. So get imagine what time I had to wake up. Like what time? Some of you are even too lazy to respond. Look at your neighbor. Say you look at neighbor. Say you are too old to be coming late. Wow. In fact, let's do this. Uh, no, so you didn't say anything. So you, did, you know, and you're lying on top of it. Look, everybody, look at Nonso. Say, Nonso, you are too old to be telling lies. Everybody, stand up. Go to three to five. But say, you are too old to be coming late. Ask that person. Say, how old are you these days? How old are you these days? Let me give you a bit of pastoral jab. Some of you did not even leave. This sister did not even leave. I'll I'll give you that permission. I think it's your first or second time. So it's okay. But please, how many stand up if you can and look at somebody and say, How old are you these days? You look like you're in your late 20s already or your early 30s already or you're pushing 40 already. Why are you coming late? Damn it, you didn't talk to nobody. I have many stories I could tell. I had no car. I was not on any kind of salary. I was not being paid for it. But if I woke up by 5 o'clock, then I knew I was already getting late. Let me not preach that message to some people who think 7 o'clock is too early. And you're already 28. Look at your neighbor. Say, 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 say get a grip on your life. <laughs> Bro, you didn't tell your neighbor nothing. Look at your neighbor, say, get a grip, <laughs> <laughs> To do better. So I would wake up before five. A great while before dawn. Simi, me, it's so good to see you this morning. Hope you're not running away after service. Are you running, you're running away? So you will not see me, even though your name is Simi. May I just thank my God that I have me and I have the gold. <laughs> I'll get to I'll hitch a ride with somebody right and then get in settle in early early enough and start my class the foundation class I was teaching the class about this time I was about 20 20 21 about this time I was teaching the class look at your neighbor say you are too old for your teacher to be looking for your master life groups (laughs) Look at your neighbor, say at 20 your pastor was teaching people in their 40s. Tell tell them, tell your neighbor. Say, in is at the age of 20, your pastor was teaching people in their forties. If you belong to his spiritual lineage, you have to do better. If there's a Master Life facilitator here, please get out of your seat, Master Life facilitator, and go and look for your Master Life students right now and tell them you have to do better. You have to do better. Oh, the facilitators are not here. Where are they? Where are the facilitators? All right. Okay, those of you that did not stand up, you are going to stand up for the next about 10 minutes. If you're a Master Life facilitator, stand up right now. I'm in a very... Post- pastoral jab mood. Where are the other people? Where are the other master lifers? <laughs> you're standing. No, you're excused. Alright, so let's stand together. The Bible says I've not done all to stand. So in a way, there was a day, listen now, there was a day I did not have money on me. I didn't have cash on me. But I knew I needed to get to church. Because you see some of you feel like "Oh, if God blesses me with more money I will be more faithful. If I have a better job and I am going to talk about it today. Because how many of you know that there are things you thought would make you feel better. But when you got them you did not have a better feeling. There was a time you thought $250,000 was a whole lot of money you remember when you were in school and the senior friend came to your fellowship and shared the testimony of how the Lord blessed you with 100,000 naira? You were like, yay! God, when? Because your monthly perkemo was 10,000 naira, so in your head it was 10 times that amount of money. But two weeks ago you you got 100,000 naira and before you could say, Jack, Rob, what? So if God is talking about riches, it has to go beyond money. Because if money can finish, you cannot finish God. I didn't have money, so what did I do? I was in Unilag. Some of you went to Unilag. And I was living in a place called Ozolua in Unilag. You know where Ozolua is? The staff quarters. And I had to get to Musan Center. And I needed to get there early. I needed to get there on time. So what did I do? I didn't have money on me. The person I would usually go to, I don't remember whether it was she was not in town or there were two people. There was a he and then there was a she. They, they had finished uh, school, but they were staying in the BQ and all of that. They had their cars and they were not available. So I didn't say to myself, you know what? I, I would just skip service. I would just not be there. I would just stay. Well, you know what I did? I said, God, if I have to walk to Musan Center, I would. A few of you have heard me share this somewhere before. Pardon? It's so new, right? When I said, God, if I have to walk, I'm about to show you something this morning that if you understand this principle, you will never be in want. For many of us, the truth is, the Lord is our shepherd only on paper. But what really leads us is money or the lack of it. So the reason we buy things is not because God endorsed them. It's because we have money to buy it. <laughs> some say, why can't I buy if I have the money well who's your shepherd your money or God and when you don't have money if God is really your God you will worship even in what looks like temporary lack in your life so I began to walk from Ozoluwa I walked through that long road from Ozolua to the back gate some of you might not know it but just imagine that, that place about maybe like a kilometer or so Kilometer, Kilometer, Kilometer and that's not so bad then I walked from back gate to Sabo Junction oh yeah and I was going to keep walking and I was going to keep walking and I was going to keep walking but guess what I saw somebody who was going to church at Sabo Junction now the easy thing would have been ah God you are the answer to my prayer stop monetizing God's people What do I mean by monetizing God's people? Because Olucia likes you and is in your space. Then all of a sudden you feel the need to see him as God's answer to your prayer. Yes, it might be God's answer to your prayer to join you in prayer for what you're asking for. Because there's a subtle way, and I'll deal with this two Sundays from now, there's a subtle level of idolatry that's crept into the church where we judge people. So Uche tells you he's a tech bro. and like, ah, tech bro, they have money, they're getting paid in dollars. So let me gravitate towards Uche, so that some dollars will flow. Dollar Makbo, even though my name is not dollar. I didn't tell the person, but I felt in my spirit that I was hearing God say, join this chariot. <laughs> so he didn't have a car, I didn't have a car. I did not even know whether he had money or not. And let me tell you what, A part of me was like, maybe God is going to use him. But part of me was like, I'm not going to be the one to manipulate it. If it's God, let me bring forth Isaac and not Ishmael. Ishmael is the result of the manipulation or the woman pushilation. It was not man that pulled this one. It was Sarah that said, guy. This is your God and His promise. You better chill. Time is passing. My eggs are being fried by the Palestinian sun. <laughs> My eggs are not DSCV, but they are now scrambled. Some of y'all will get it next year. Hmm. Somebody say, I understand. That's- Do something. This is my slave. Now in Old Testament, the slave belonged. The slave was property. It belonged to the slave owner. And the slave owner could do anything with that slave. It was not considered abusive. It was considered a legal rights. Because they had paid the price for the slave. And so he said, go into my, my servant, my slave, Hagar, and bring forth a child. That was the produce. That was the product of woman's push manipulation, woman pushation oh, if there's a man beside you, look at that man so don't let women push your buttons outside the will of God you know they say you have mumu button mumu button mumu, button, mumu, 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 mumu. No, I'm not saying you press it then mumu will give birth to a child that needs nunu because after M is N. L-M-N. So replace the M with N. Right? With manipulation. Manipulation. With manipulation. See what happened? I did not share it with anybody. I was on, on the bus. And as we almost got to the destination, to our destination, I was like, God, me, you can't. God, look at me. And by the way, even though I was 20, the dress code in House on the Rock, if you're on pastoral ministry team, is that you have to wear full suits. Full suits. With tie. So imagine me. 20 years ago. (laughs) My physicality looking like stagomaya mosquito. Inside suits. Right? And, and so you're wearing suit. I mean, Sunday morning. So you can't play all those strategies of, uh, bro, chairman, I beg, no vex. The person where I find come Lagos. <laughs> Give me some life on the keys. The person where I, the person where I find come Lagos. You know day? I get wife and picking. Help me. Then they start inventing prayers that are not sponsored by the spirits, but are the results of desperation. I said, God, I cannot do this. Moses' bliss had not emerged at the time. It was possibly, I don't know, maybe in secondary school or something. But the soundtrack for that expression, you're too faithful to fail me. I was just like that place. You know, when, when you're like, okay, so what's going to happen now? Very soon, the bus conductor is going to come with his... Bushy joints, not the bougie joints, discharging all kinds of insects, creatures, and ask for money. Whilst I was thinking about that, you know what the person said to me? Said, damn, it, you're going to charge, okay, so don't worry, I'm going to pay for you. Tom Tom had nothing on me. What a sweet when we're talking about the riches of god if you wait for the money to show up in your account you don't understand what it means to be rich in god you know what it means to be rich in paper money You know what it means to be rich in material resources. But God said to Abraham, let's go to Genesis 15. Let me extract some points. Genesis 15, God said to Abraham, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Please call your neighbor's name if you know their name. If you don't know their name, this is a good time to ask. Say, I'm so sorry, I'm supposed to know your name. But please remind me, there's a lot on my mind. Now shout that name. Shout that name. Say do not be afraid. Please prophesy to them with passion. Say do not be afraid. Fear is either a sign of spiritual bankruptcy. Or it has been sent to activate spiritual bankruptcy. Because you're a love child of a love God and perfect love casts out all fear. So wherever there is fear in your life, it is because you've not been perfected in love. And if you're not perfected in love, it means that your trust level in God is under attack. When I say perfected in love, you're not putting trust in your own love for God. You're putting trust in God's love for you he says do not be afraid Abraham I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward somebody say God is my reward reward. he is your shield he starts out with that why because Abraham you are under attack and you don't even know it your mind is under attack and you're not even sure you think it's just something in the air you think it's just your nation you think it's just your country you think it's just the enemy playing tricks but if you're a child of promise or a son of Abraham or a child of Jehovah you are such a threat to hell that you are always under attack in my be subtle in my be stealthy in my but pronounced but God said no matter what the enemy tries to attack you with I am your shield I am I am your shield I am your shield I do not know who came vulnerable this morning who came exposed and weak maybe you can pay a bill or your rent or your school fees or your masters or maybe you don't even know how maybe like me you came with your last amount of money but you don't know how you're gonna go back oh let me announce to somebody God says I am your shield what does that mean it means I will cover you you will not be put to shame you will not be put to shame if it's your word i want your amen to be loud and strong come real quick stay in the middle here the roman soldiers they had shields the roman soldiers had shields that would cover the majority of their bodies face face the audience so generally they will hold the shield paul uses that metaphor in ephesians 6 holding the shield of faith where would you be able to quench all the fiery darts of the devil so the shield will cover them from about here to here so whenever the arrows are coming they would have to lift the shield in the direction of the arrow is somebody following this now if a man says to you I am your shield the man can only cover you to the degree to which he has body to the degree to which he has some spreads well when we look at God we see God as a secular being how do we know God is a circle because the Word says that he sits upon the circles of the earth if God sits upon the circle of the earth he cannot be flat he cannot be a flat and it's more than a duplex y'all are missing that today Uh, look at your neighbor say God is bigger than your flats God is bigger than your duplex God is bigger than your mansion. So how is God? God is not just facing one direction. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got style, but it's bigger than Harry. If you don't get just write it down, write it down. Write it down. Write and ask somebody after the service. Please, I I I need how we join the dots. So how does God cover? Pastors come. How does God cover? If I join us, uh, Minister Uche, uh, Pastors join. Uh, Israel, can you come real quick? I go come. How does God cover? God covers this way and there are many verses the Bible says as the mountains surround Jerusalem so does the Lord surround his people you don't need to move just stay around him so does the Lord surround his people face the other way yeah, face this way face the other way so how does God cover God covers you by enveloping you with himself Look at somebody say, I am rich inside God. When it looks like it's quarter to shame, God will manifest his goodness. Sometimes he's going to use people. Sometimes he's going to send somebody to send you the resource. Sometimes he's going to change the terms of engagement. Sometimes he's going to move the deadline. Sometimes he's going to cancel the debt. Are you following this right now you are not the one who chooses how God does it you are the one who chooses to believe that God has done it I hope so David are you getting this right now which means I am too small to supervise God I'm too small to say God, but but this one, that one. This is what happened with, with Abraham. God said to Abraham, I am your shield. Somebody look at your neighbor, say God is your shield. Say Babeg Babeg Babe. That means just accept it the way it is. God says, I am your shield, I will not leave you uncovered. Not only am I your shield. I'm your exceedingly great reward. And so he argued, like many people argue, oh, but, but God, look at what, what he said. He said, God, you have given me no heir. I go childless and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Then Abraham said, look, you have given me no offspring. None has sprung out of me. He said, indeed, this slave guy, Eliezer, is the one that is going to own all the lands and all the cattle and all the sheep. Do you know that Abraham had no idea, watch this, that he himself and God had a lot in common. Look at somebody say, God feels you. God knows where you are. Uh huh. Uh huh. Lord, help me to help somebody today. Somebody raise your right hand and say, "God, help me." Say, Lord, I receive revelation knowledge. Peter, how do you mean that God and Abraham had a lot in common? I will tell you how. Abraham had an inheritance in mind. No great achiever wants what they have acquired or gathered to end with them. How many of you went back to your secondary school, your primary school, and you were sad that the school was in a dilapidated state? Oh, come on, somebody. You saw your toilet. They were now using shalanga. What shalanga? Shalanga. That's Pete's latrine. it's okay, let it out, come on there's more in you, I see it some of you don't know that your laughter encourages other people to laugh there's too much tension in Nigeria not for you to laugh at least gutturally once in two to three days some of you are 25, people think you are 52 because your face is like look at your neighbor, say you are not assistant holy spirit, relax relax and I love the way you're laughing but let it out, coming. some of you are just managing your life and you're frowning all the time how do you want God to feel he's not just managing those who are alive he's managing those who have died he said the families on earth and in heaven so people think that God is just kept taking, taking care of you but Paul says you have a family in heaven A great cloud of witnesses. Come on somebody. Come on give me that smile. Ah that's it. Abraham you and I have a lot in common. Abraham you have an inheritance. I have an inheritance. There are things I want to release on the earth. Commit to people on the earth. Abraham, you can't find a son, you have a servant. Similarly, I am God the father and I don't have a begotten son in the earth yet. Noah was a servant. Enoch was a servant. Abraham was a servant. Isaiah was a servant. So the same way Abraham, you're looking for a son from your loins, I am looking for a new creation from my loins word somebody needs to understand this there is no need that is a major need in your life that does not have spiritual implications everything that seems to be a major cyclical need a defining need whether it's a baby or a job or money or breaking through a level there is a spiritual assignment that the Lord is trying to accomplish in your heart, in your spirit, or in the hearts of those who are connected to you, are you following that? God did not have a son from his loins. This is the reason Isaac was a promised child, just like Jesus was a promised son. This is the reason he contrasts Isaac with Ishmael and contrasting Jesus in whom is the fullness of the Godhead bodily with the son of the bondwoman. Because servants were in bond, in a bond with their masters externally, but sons have a bond with their father internally. So it is a servant that looks at external things to talk about how they think God thinks about them. Oh, somebody's not hearing this. Are you hearing this today? Pastor, come join us on stage. Are you getting it? If you're not getting it, I can say it again. Say it again, say it again. I'm favored. Is it making sense to somebody? when Eliezer was in bond we spoke about bonds last month with Abraham. it was an external bond when you check Eliezer's DNA you will not find Abraham's genes yet Abraham was willing to give Eliezer the material things so the fact that you have access to material riches does not mean you are his son you might just be a servant that has obtained mercy if you understand today's teaching you will never be moved by the lack of money in your account again never I say with all authority and audacity under God it is a servant mindset or an orphan spirit that judges God's faithfulness based on material resources it's an Eliezer bond an Eliezer bond is I will serve you because I'm in bond for an age I'm in bondage an Isaac bond is that even if I cannot see the wood and the sacrifice because when Isaac was born and God said go to a mountain I will show you one of the mountains of Moriah do you see the faith factor in everything because God takes pleasure not only in you receiving but in you believing it pleases him God is happy when you believe him. This is the reason God does not put every material need at your reach immediately. If every material need you have is sorted out immediately, where is the gap for faith? And if there is no faith, there is no divine pleasure. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. But with faith, it is him possible he makes it possible he makes a way where there seems to be no way Abraham said to Isaac he said the Lord will provide Jehovah Jireh in other words Isaac don't be like Eliezer who's looking for something external to see what God can do Abraham was not having sleepless nights or stalling as he walked up the craggy edges of the mountain he was not sliding down being pussyfooted he said the Lord will provide there is a faith that you have in God. Where you are taking steps in the direction of the property. No money in your account but you say the Lord will provide. You are not shifting your wedding date just because the currency is not hard enough. because you know the Lord will provide. Oh yeah the husband has not showed up yet but you are already treating yourself like a wonderful wife. Anointed, talented making the best meals, organizing things because you know the Lord will provide. Things are falling apart to your right and to your left but you're not intimidated you still show up strong every morning raising your hands up to heaven because you know oh yes when the dollar is fast approaching 1000 naira you are not bothered you are trusting the lord for an inflow from another currency and you know that the i don't know who needs Hear this but please can you help me be my assistant preacher today and go to three or five people tell them the Lord will provide word from one of the pastors saying that the Lord has provided the generator somebody shout the Lord will provide David can I assure you of something God will never put you in a place where you will have no need of divine provision never when you have all the money, you will need him to provide direction as to where to invest it. When you know where to invest it, you will need him to provide intelligence about how long to leave it there. Because leaving your money in an investment account one day longer could move you from 300% to minus three. Are you hearing this now? The Lord delights in giving you not only things for himself, how I many of you have little cousins, nephews, nieces, people in your house? You know, there was something that occurred to me some days ago. I was giving my sons, I love my sons so much, you all know that. I love them so much. But I love my wife more. Because in about 16 to 18 or 20 years, these guys are going to come and say, ah, <laughs> I like her. She likes me. Daddy, you want to get married? this morning I wanted to be excited but your excitement fades quickly your understanding will last longer Show you from multiple places, but you remember the story of Hannah. Hannah was barren. Penina, who was the other wife, had so many children. She was popping babies like teenagers pop pimples. It's the laughter for me. I'm happy to see you laugh. Natural her gang. Right? Penina, isn't it amazing? Sometimes in your life, you look at people of comparable skills, abilities, gifts, talents. Wherewithal, and they're just you know, BSc done. Then they do two BSes. Then MSc. Then MPhil. Then MBA. When you see the MBA, you say umba umba umba. See, if it was just about your need, they'll be met like this. But once you become a believer, there is a promise in God that must come through every expression of your life and therefore the parameters go beyond you just working harder, working faster being in the rights industry those things are important but it has to be more than that because with all due respect I can assure you well I can assure you but I believe that Abraham and Sarah must have used all these positions and all these styles possible baby boy ain't coming so let's try like this Let us do it like this. What the Lord has done is marvelous in our eyes. Give me the scripture. Let Let me land in a good place. Now, God said to him, forget all these things you're running after. I want to give you the riches of my glory. So let's go. Let's see where we can go. Where should we go, Lord let's go now to the New Testament and see the riches of God's glory chapter 1 let's start with chapter 1 ah uh, no that's the 3 before the board comes on the board comes on no, the, board, the digital screen look into your Bible believers please let's not become lazy let's not become so dependent on Google that we don't memorize verses any longer Because you know you can type keyword and find it on Google. So you're no longer memorizing. Don't forget what the Lord said. Shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul. In other words, use your mind. When you use your mind to memorize an act of worship. God knows that you can get it on Google but when you keep it in your mind you're saying God you're occupying my hard disk. My hard drive. Because my drive for you is hard. Oh God, whatever you keep in me will not be gone in a flash because you are my word processor. Let's look at Ephesians 3. So, in Ephesians 3, many of us know verse 20, right? What's verse 20? Now, to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly for above all we could ever ask and imagine, right? We know that but what is the context of that from verse 14 if you have a bible look into it if you don't look into your neighbor's bible verse 14 says for this reason I bow my knees Paul said I bow my knees when was the last time you knelt down to pray you're now God's big boy you God. two french fries and one sriri Lyriamala. puts a body inside because I abode in your presence who's <laughs> because I am shaking things <laughs> so I bow my knees to the father of the Lord Jesus Christ from whom the whole family so provision is a fatherly thing and provision is a family thing How many of you know that no matter how disobedient DJ Copy is to our father, Mr. Oteodala, how many of you know that there's a level below which our finances will never fall? Not because she has the best skills, but because she has one of the richest fathers. Why is your amen dropping? Don't give us slow music. It's a slow music. They're already entering. Nah. Family in heaven and earth is named that he will grant you. What would he grant you? According. Can we have the projection? Can you give us that? It's important. That he will grant you what? According to the riches. Please, Masita. Thank you, sirs and ma'ams. According to the riches of his Josh, I can't hear your voice now. What are the things he then mentions? He said number one, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. That your inner capacity will not fail because of delay or disappointment or dejection or doubt or tension or crisis or heat or any kind of complexity in your world. He said that the Lord himself will grant you a country which is glory. Strength through his spirit, not through glucose or leukosate. In the inner man. What else? That Christ may dwell where? In your hearts. Read it louder. That Christ may dwell. Media, you need to go faster. Dwell in your hearts by faith. That you being rooted and grounded in what? In love. May be able to. What is comprehension? With all the saints, what is shouted, what is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with what? Ah, uh, if you really knew how powerful this was, you would not be sitting now and looking like that. Let me read it again, the last line, and then you can respond accordingly. That you may be filled. Robinson, let me rub it in. Let me see. EP, let me ask you a question. How would you respond if Otedala comes and says, Esther, I want to fill you with everything that makes me me? You are not. where, where, where Where are the people I'm preaching to this morning? Michael, maybe maybe you'll get it from the UK. How would you feel if Richard Branson? Richard Branson he comes to you and says, Michael, you don't need to ask me for anything. What I'm going to do for you is I want to give you everything that makes me me. Well, whoa, whoa. <laughs> more or less, I'm excited. Very excited. are the people who really believe God. Listen. Listen, 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 listen. Faith has a response. (laughs) Faith has a response. Many times they're saying now to him who is able to do But you're not understanding the premise. The premise is, what I want to do is bigger than what you're asking me to do i want maybe seven people who understand the implication of this or at least who's ready to respond to an understand of the implication of this to shout as if they really get it that has to be the fakest shout in the history of the world I'm not talking about a house in Banana Island I'm not talking about a jet on the ski I'm not talking about a yacht on the Spanish Rivera I'm not talking about Bitcoin and crypto God said what I want to give you is the fullness all the fullness of God all my joy all my love all my peace all my patience all my endurance all my capacity all my grace all my favor all my wisdom that is what I want to give to you if Anybody who's like God help me open up your mouth and shout I am ready Lord (laughs) Nekozy Namakata I need to go into a moment of intercession because some of you there is a block somewhere in your mind or your spirit when you really get this you will walk differently your shoulders will never be droopy again Lord I travail in my spirit that your cheer of the barricades the barriers the limitations on the minds of your people Errate con la voz Es si atabata, es que lida 19 before you go around talking about verse 20 can somebody go to verse 20 before you can really process verse 20 see verse 20 will just be a catchphrase now unto God who is able to do abundantly for what when you know that his aim and his desire is for you not to be empty but for you to be full Who's been powering the solar systems? How will he not send you enough money for diesel to power your house? Than our God's cups. than our God's cups. than our God's cups. than our God's capacity. Let me ask you, Rosemon, or any other person, a question Have you ever been in a place before where you didn't have enough money for something? You did not, but you stretched yourself and you did that thing or you bought that thing or you got that thing but the next time you're going to do it, it was easier so lack is not a function of the absence of resources for the believer is more of the absence of responsiveness and resourcefulness to the riches of God's glory this thing I'm teaching you is a very serious thing why? our minds have been so trained to or to banter with the earthly factors. So trained that Isaac was about anywhere between 11 and 16 years at this time he was being led to be offered up to the Lord. He was ah, let me show you how it looks. Robinson was Abraham rich or not? Very rich. Genesis 13 we see that. Genesis 24 we see later. So Isaac was not born into a small family. Isaac was born into a wealthy home. Are you following that? Yet, when the father wants to offer him up to God, he said, I see the wood, I see the fire, where is the sacrifice? So even Isaac, that was born into wealth, was still almost second guessing his father about the ability for a sacrifice to be provided so how about people who are born into poor countries next week please don't come alone next week come with all your family members because I want to deal with the spirit of poverty oh you are not responding today's assignment I want to show you who you are next week I will show you who you must never settle for again so you know what Abraham said he said the Lord will provide now Eliezer in Abraham's mind was going to be Abraham's heir God said no one from your loins will be your heir in other words one that you will raise up I will give him He will be the one that you will give everything to right right now how many of you know that Abraham had other children apart from Isaac you know that Abraham had at least eight sons. At least. We don't know how many daughters. But there were six names listed. From Keturah. Kate, Totura. Right? There were six sons. Then there was Isaac and there was Ishmael. Well, don't let me go into that. But there should have just been seven. Wear your Bible. Wear your theology heart. Ishmael should not have been born. But God knows how to use your mess to preserve his commitment to your life. I want to look at something. I'm gonna wrap round off first service very soon. Remain standing if you're standing. If you're standing, Genesis 25, verse 6. Say, I believe God. The people on the side and say it. I believe God. That he is my father, he is my supplier, he is my resource, and he provides all that I need. Genesis 25 or 6, please read this together. Uh, let's read this together. Read it, read it, read it. gave sons. He gave them gifts. But those sons were not the son of promise. So the fact that you're manifesting gifts of the spirit does not mean you're operating the fullness of the will of God for you as a son. So what did Isaac get? And once you know what Isaac gets, you will never say, oh, because I didn't see an angel, maybe I'm not spiritually gifted. Because I don't, God doesn't appear to me in dreams. Because nobody got healed when I laid hands on them. No. What did Isaac get? Look at verse 5, the verse before this. Facebook or Instagram or MixLR can you drop something in the in the chat box right now an emoji in the chat box what did Abraham give Isaac what did Abraham give Isaac all he had in other words what the other sons got were gifts and things what Isaac got was the thing that produced the things and gifts saying he gave Isaac all where did he give what he gave the sons do you now understand the story of the prodigal son the older brother and the younger brother the younger brother who strayed and he came back to the house and the, the father threw a party for him and gave him a new garment gave him a new Signet ring gave him the fatted calf and the older brother said "Uh -uh. me I obeyed you I was in the house so you didn't kill fat calf for me you didn't give me clothes and all of that do you know what the father said he said all that I've even given this boy is from you you know Paul said all things are yours can I tell you something Richard Branson's money is yours. Warren Buffet's money is yours. Carlos Slim's money is yours. In what capacity? Not in possession, but in divine intention when you are aligned with what God wants to do in money in the earth. This is the reason not all the money that belongs to you will stay with you. This is the reason if you don't understand giving out of what you have, you will never understand getting out of what you don't have because you think that money and possession are the same thing the Lord did not call you into possession he called you into stewardship this is the reason when the mother cooks the soup the mother cooks the soup right what's your name sir Michael when your mother or your wife or your brother your sister cooks the soup does she cook enough soup for herself? Just for herself. She cooks for everybody. Why? Because she is the stew word. The stew word is the person who takes the stew forward. This is the reason when you position yourself in the kingdom as a receiver, the best you have is just enough. when you position yourself as a steward stewards are not giving enough tomatoes for one they're not giving enough pepper for one they're not giving enough onions for one they are giving enough tomatoes, pepper, onion for everybody who's been invited to the feast. he gave Isaac all how did God fulfill his promise let me read just one more passage remain standing so that you will see and I'll pick it up from here in the the second service did somebody get something? did somebody get something? did he get something? did he get something today? man in yellow what's your name sir? pardon? did he get something? This morning. Did you get something this morning? From the word. From the message. Now. If my father gives me my all. Can I ever doubt his ability to give me any gift again? Many of us have been raised to pray beggy beggy prayers. I mean no disrespect. I mean no disrespect. But some of the biggest gatherings. In Africa. Are built around. Eliezer and around the other sons many how do you know ask what are people asking for when Paul when Jesus said ask said ask of me and I will give you the nations he said fear not Abraham and then Jesus said fear not little flock why? It is the Father's good work. See me? Pleasure. Oh, that is where God is. No one of the people here are just standing. They are receiving the I hear the sound. Do you get it? He said fear not. It is the Father's what Good pleasure. Who is he talking to? Flock. What is the morning prayer meeting of flock? What what, what does a flock want to? What what's he asking for in the morning? Food pastures, but God says pastures are too small for that to be the purpose for which I'm calling you. This is the reason concerning David. David understood the plan of God. He said he makes me do what? Lie down in. So pastures are what you lie down on, not what you pray for that's what you rest on that's what you relax in but if you are too busy running up and down you fall inside hot water and say God is not good if God is leading you somewhere that destination cannot be pastures because if you are lying down there you have not arrived yet because you get it on your birthday pastures are not what you pray for Pastures are where God lulls you. Said so just chill, just relax. How many of you know that some of your performances, some of your greatest performances, happen when you are relaxed? When you're agitated, you start stammering, stuttering and forgetting your lines, forgetting God's lies to you. You get it. May the Lord give you physical, tangible manifestations of this word in your life. What you need sin oh my god we have so many blessings in the house this morning i don't think it's coincidental you know there was a time god just sent us bucolas and busayos wealth and joy oh you're not hearing that and your pastor's name is dami lola wealth and riches are in my house say you get this it makes me lie down if I'm agitated about it it's because I'm not lying down in the revelation of it this is the reason the first marriage did not come based on the positioning or playboy photo shoots of Adam what's that side people do stuff on What's that sign? Tinder. If you are on fire from God, you will not to depend on Tinder. Oh, you're on a get with it. You guys don't know what Tinder means. <sighs> Raise your two hands. Say, Lord, I receive all. You're not even saying it like you're ready. Say, Lord, I receive all. He leads me beside what? The still waters. And then what does he do? He restores my soul because my soul has been shaved off and impacted by my own methodology of getting things done. I have wearied myself through sleepless nights manipulative schemes bribes positioning myself to be seen notice he said even all the things I lost God restores but it doesn't stop there he does it in the path of righteousness as I keep walking in the paths of righteousness I have the nature of righteousness but there is the path the nature is a gift the pathway is the passage of my maturation growth for his name's sake verse 4 what does it say Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, what will happen? I will fear no evil for you are oh, With me, that run and my staff, what did they do? Because the journey may be uncomfortable sometimes. But you comfort me. And guess what happens now? You do what? Where? Where is the table? Where's the table? Where was I lying down? What do you serve on the table? As you keep walking with God, you will move from raw material to processed food. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What it also means is that you move from sheep in your construct to son in your construct. Because sheep don't have the infrastructure to sit at prepared tables. But as you mature, as the dependent ship, you know the sheep is more focused on two things. The grass below them and the sheep in front of them. But a son can look up ship's neck cannot go beyond a certain level no matter how tries to see he cannot see standing he has to always fall a ship always needs to fall into something before he sees that God is merciful It's to fall into sin has to fall into error a ship who's just operating as a lamb as immature but when you become a son you don't just eat at the table The next cycle of food, you help with the cooking. I don't know who this word is for, but God will use you as a steward for nations. A steward for families. A steward for people groups. A steward to shape and shift things. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout Amen. Everybody stand up, shout Amen. Let's raise our hands to him. I hear the sound of a bond and rain. I see healing There's no, no more pain. I hear the sound, I hear a sound, the bond, bond and rain. I see healing, I see healing. No more, pain. no more pain. Wherever you are, close your eyes. I want somebody who has not received the life of Jesus. Because all those things we've said this morning is not for servants. It's not for servants. It's for sons. It's for sons. If you have not received the life of Jesus, you are not from the loins of God. You are. You may be in the house of God. Eliezer was in the house of God. Was in the house of God, but in the house of Abraham, but it was not a son of Abraham. Isaac was not just in the house. He was from the loins. And those that God will give all to are those who are from the loins if there's anyone in here all eyes closed right now if there's anyone in here who wants to receive the life of Jesus. Shagoon your eyes are open. Who wants to receive the life of Jesus? Wherever you are place your hand on your chest. Place your hand on your chest wherever you are. Say Lord I receive your life today. I receive your life today. I receive the seal of your spirit, the seal of your endorsement today. In the name of Jesus. Lord for everyone who's yet to be saved convict convict bring to the cross show the vision of Jesus the beauty of the Christ thank you Father now everybody raise your hands up to heaven and say Lord I receive all say with energy with faith, with passion say Lord I receive all I am not a slave. I am not a servant. I am a son. I walk in the blessings of sonship. I walk in the full provisions of redemption. In the name of Jesus. Father, this is our reality. This is the fullness of your purpose for us. And we'll not settle for anything less. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Clap those hands and glorify God this morning